This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. What was their star player, Trey Young, injured these last three games? An Atlanta team that beat the Knicks in five, upset the Sixers in seven, then lose to the Bucks in six. From BetQL. The great Marv Albert there. Joe O, Joe G. Marv with the send-off. Uh, over the holiday break, what was that? My days are all messed up. Was that, that was Friday? That was Saturday? Uh, I don't even know what day. I, I'm, it is. Uh, I'm out too. Too many fireworks. I've gone out of my way to say to make sure I don't say it's Monday because I, I try to remember. Hey, it's Tuesday, by the way, idiot. Yeah, it's gonna. But be Marv a, is out regardless yes. of what day it is. Yes, yes, a what great send off. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. This is BetQL Daily. Thanks for hanging out. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app and the BetQL network. Uh, in a few minutes, we hope to uh, check in with the always entertaining Jimmy Patsos. He's got takes on just about every sport under the sun. So we'll be doing that shortly. In about 20 minutes from now, we're going to go prop shopping, many different ways to attack game one of the NBA finals this evening and also Major League Baseball. There are a lot of uh, a lot of props that really stand out to us, and we will wrap with lightning bets like we do every day coming up at 1140 Eastern 1040 Central Time right here on BetQL Daily. Do you, do you have a, a strong opinion? It doesn't have to be a lightning bet, but uh, we started to break down side total. Well, you know what? Hold that thought. Hold that thought on what you're thinking tonight as the Suns are favored by six, six and a half for game number one. Because joining us is Odyssey NBA insider Jimmy Patsos. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights of sportsbooks. Don't want you to see Bet Smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Uh, Jimmy, of course, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals starting tonight. But uh, what we've been discussing throughout the show is, I, you know, I think you're in cahoots with the Tampa Bay mayor, Jane Castor. She's like, hey, guys, take it easy. We want you to win the title. Win it in Tampa Bay. And what happens? Montreal wins game number four in overtime, and you've been calling Tampa Bay in five. Look, I told you that Tampa Bay Lightning, after beating the Islanders, was much better than the Vegas slash Canadian. Now, Terry Price is an unbelievable goaltender, and I've been to Montreal, but there's no more forum, and you need real players. But I'll tell you what, to get them to come back three to two, and I thought and I thought the first, look, the first two games, they weren't that competitive, but but... The Canadians are fighting back, and to win a game, to get it to go back to Tampa Bay, yes, I did say in five, I think it's great. But Gary Batman has to be a little disappointed that this is probably not the ratings-wise NHL final that he wanted. Tampa's going to repeat. they got really good players. But, you know, Vegas and Washington a couple of years ago, big-time cachet, stuff like that. You want, you know, Connor McDavid and those guys in the finals from Edmonton. But you know what? Carey Price has done all he can, and the fact that the Canadians won a game, and it's been 28 years since I've been to the finals, I think it's great that it's going back down there. I was watching, and, and I thought a lot of the penalty calls were against the Canadians, which surprised me. I thought maybe Bettman would have the you know Buffalo Wild Wings whistle on him, saying, let's, let's extend this. But it was great hockey, and that's what we have, because now until the NBA starts tonight, it was, a, it was a Wimbledon and a hockey weekend. What do you guys got going on? <laughs> Not as much as you, Coach. I mean, we we got the baseball too mixed in, but you mentioned the NBA starts tonight. Game one of the finals, uh, uncertainty around Giannis and his status for the series, but the Suns are the favorite here in the series. 
when you look at the matchup, what stands out uh, with the uncertainty around Giannis if and when he'll come back, obviously sprinkled in? You know what? It's funny that the Suns are favored by six, and the total's 217. I'm a big Monty Williams guy, great coach. He's developed a lot of trust. Chris Paul, you saw the emotion of him hugging him because he finally gets to go to the finals. Don't forget, Monty Williams, Monty Williams dealt with the death of his wife in a car crash in Oklahoma. He had a heart ailment. He is from Washington. I know him. He went to Notre Dame. These are things that people don't realize of the character of Monty Williams. That being said, and Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, a coach's dream. I love Aiton. I love what they have. I think the middle guys, if Brooke Lopez plays well, I got the Bucks in six. Now, I wow. think Giannis doesn't play the first. I have the Bucks in six because I think the Bucks have fought through tougher. Like, the Suns have had a really lucky run in terms of, okay, Denver didn't have Jamal Murray. That clearly wasn't a real Lakers squad compared to last year. Anthony Davis kind of checked out. And no Kawhi Leonard. The Bucks have had to fight everybody the whole way. They beat, having beaten, you know, Trey Young did come back and he played a lot of games, but having beaten Kevin Durant on their floor in game seven, I think might be the edge. If Brooke Lopez is going to play that way, then I like the Bucks. Now that's because I think he can neutralize eight and he was dunked. Look, the guy was shooting dreams. We have Robin Lopez in Washington, but Brooke Lopez was blocking shots dunking, you know, alley-oops. If Brooke Lopez can stay at that level with Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton, and Tucker's got to pick it up, but he's a tough guy. They may have better middle players. You know, I'll give Chris Paul the edge over Giannis because Giannis is hurt. If Giannis doesn't come back now, you know, that that's a different story. But I'm laying the six tonight, and I'm taking the bucks because I think they got veterans, they're feisty, and Budenholzer's like, we keep being pushed against the wall for the last three years. Everybody keeps counting us out. Well, here we are. Let's show them what we got. All right. Let's say it's Bucks and six, or Bucks win the series. Who's the NBA Finals MVP? Well, if they win it, it's going to have to be Middleton. Now, once again, if Giannis misses one game, hey, you know, you know, the Sixers had a, had a tough run with Joel Embiid having his, you know, torn meniscus, light tear, all that stuff, a hyperextended knee or a bruised knee or all this stuff. Giannis, I thought, could have gone if it went game seven. But when they went down there and took care of them in Atlanta, and that was impressive. Come on, you got to admit it, because they were getting two and a half, and they went down there and won outright and handily won. Now, I think Nate McMillan and his young team were fantastic. Once again, too many young guys. The Suns, other than Chris Paul, who's never been, Jay Crowder, a monster, can play 5-4-3. A junior college kid that was given nothing, that went to Marquette, had to earn it there, went to the Celtics, had to earn it there. Jay Crowder is a coach's dream. Other than that. Bridges, Aiton, you know, campaign, these guys, they don't have that much experience. I think Tucker's been around a long time. You know, I want to see what happens when the things get tough and physical. I think the Bucks have the advantage. Chris Middleton's your MVP if the Bucks win it. Jimmy Patzos, Odyssey NBA insider, joining us here talking NBA Finals, which begin tonight, game one. Let's go to the Sun side, Jimmy. A great finish to the series by Chris Paul. Devin Booker, a little bit more quiet there. If the Suns are going to do this, if they're going to win this series, I know you like the Bucs, but if the Suns are going to win, who's going to carry the day for them? Paul is the is the favorite right now to win the MVP, Booker second. Do you think this has to be a Booker series or a Paul series to win this thing? You know, great question, and I'm not going to count out eight because DeAndre Ayton's played really well, and he has to outplay Brooke Lopez. Um, he's DeAndre Ayton has he, he 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 has played very well. I thought he was not a bust, but an overrated Arizona guy from Sean Miller's camp. That another Arizona guy that's not going to really turn around the pros. Well, he has adapted to the new coaching style. 
Chris Paul clearly is the guy. I mean, going through his legs and pulling up the 10-footers and floaters and all that, it's just fantastic to see. So you got him, Booker, probably the best player under 25. You know, I really like Donovan Mitchell. There's a couple other guys. Trey Young's coming. But Booker's the best, you know, Michigan kid, by the way. Upper Peninsula Michigan kid that went to Kentucky. Okay, now you, you, got, you got Booker, who's a transcendent player. He hit a big couple of shots against the Clippers when things could have gone the wrong way. Pull-up twos, by the way, not just firing threes. I'd say Chris Paul and Booker are the guys, but watch out for Aiden. You know, if, if Aiden gets going in there and he can score around the basket and open things up and he can guard Lopez and neutralize, because they need Lopez to win. I'm not, I'm not denying that, especially without Giannis being full. So Aiden could be the guy. Chris Paul's got a tough matchup. That Drew Holiday, he don't back down. He's a tough dude, man. He's a West Coast UCLA kid that went to New Orleans, went through his stuff there. And that's the difference. Drew Holiday's been the difference on the pickup from last year. And I think he's really good. I think he's really tough. And he's going to fight Chris Paul. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, our guest, Odyssey NBA insider, Jimmy Patsos. Uh, Jimmy, I'm intrigued by the total. It is uh, 219 this morning. Now, when these two teams matched up in the regular season, 249, 255, high pace, close, uh, high scoring games here. Of course, it doesn't look like we're going to have Giannis tonight. And in the playoffs, these are the two best defenses that we've seen. And here they are left standing at the end. Uh, do you think it's going to be lower scoring or high scoring like it was during the regular season? You know, I had 217, but I, you know, I, I get the paper, so it's gone to 219. I was shocked. I thought maybe that was nerves. You know, first finals, a lot of nervous energy, a lot of pressure on each team. Sun's coming off a long layoff. The Sixers, had, I mean, the Bucks had to battle without Giannis. Like, there's so many intrinsic factors that the under actually looks good. But once they get going, and don't forget, Giannis not playing really helps the Suns' offense because he's a tremendous defensive player. You know, I got... Him and Ben Simmons, I think, the best two defense players in the league. You, you know, that under that under actually, you know, it's almost like a sucker bet that they want you to go over because I, I like you, was like, wow, that seems really low. But no Giannis, so maybe that's okay. No, but Giannis is a good defender. So I would think the over would be the natural play, and that scares me. But I'm going to tell you the nerves and the shot-making ability and the flow of the game early. There'll just be so much attention on everybody. I guess that's why they're going to take the under. You figure 110, 107, and that's a, the under hits. That's not a, that unrealistic. But I'm with you. I had those Suns twice this year with the Wizards, and both games were high-scoring games. Coach, it feels like Drew Holiday is the uh, X factor, one of the X factors in the series. He's been much more aggressive. Charles Barkley the other night kind of asked him, why aren't you doing this all the time? He can do it. and He shot, on average, nine threes a game the last three games. Do you expect him to do it? Do you think we see uh, a continuation of the aggressive, offensive-minded Drew Holiday we saw at the end of that Hawks series? Yeah, I would think so. Like I said, he took the challenge defensively to cover. I mean, Trey Young is turning in. And, and, and make no mistake, the Bucks haven't been there since 74. Kareem Austin and Havlicek in the Celtics. I grew up in Boston. Probably my earliest memory of really the NBA. I was eight years old. And my mother wanted to you know, learn about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and what an interesting guy he was, Lou Alcindor and stuff. That's 74. They won it in 71. The Suns have never won it. The Suns almost won it against the Celtics, I believe, in 76. You're talking these are new guys. 
Well, Drew Holiday's a new guy, too. And him and his brother's fantastic people. Two went to UCLA. One went to Washington. Great family. But this is new for him. I, I, I don't believe anyone playing in the finals has an NBA ring. Think of that. No one has a ring. Crowder's got some experience. You talk about things like that. Well, Drew Holiday, he wants it. He's not afraid of Chris Paul. He he got burned the first game by Trey Young. He got he got cooked. He had forty eight points, and Trey Young was killing him and all this. Well, Trey Young, I don't care if he was hurt or not, was four for seventeen. He took some bad shots. He kept him from penetrating. You have to sprint back in transition defense. You must get back. Chris Paul, make or miss, is going to drive the ball. That being said, Drew Holiday has a lot of toughness. He's got experience, and I think he's been through a tough situation down there in New Orleans that makes him more appreciative, and he's the X factor. Tucker's tough. Tucker's got a lot of experience, too, with the Houston thing coming close. you got a couple hungry dogs that have an awfully close to get the prize and Holiday and Tucker that have a lot of experience. So I think combined, they're the X factor. And if P.J. Tucker's going to fight Kevin Durant every minute of every game and almost lose his mind, and I mean that in a good way, like he was so determined – what do you think he's going to do against Booker, who's a little softer, a little smaller, fantastic player, but he's not Kevin Durant? I think that's why I like the Bucks. All right, Jimmy, we got your uh, NBA opinions. What else is on your mind? What are you thinking? We got Stanley Cup Game Five tomorrow, Wimbledon, Olympics around the corner, Major League Baseball every day, UFC uh, coming up. Uh, the the matches today, the Open next week. What else are you looking at? I tell you what, I, I just think Italy plays too good a defense. I think they beat Spain. <laughs> it's a tough one. I got Italy today in soccer because of their defense. I just think it's Italy, England. It's like World War II revisited. They're going to go at it, Wembley. That's the destiny. England's the lock tomorrow. You got to take that. We, we love Denmark. It was a nice story. It was. I'm glad that guy's okay. It was really sad to see the guy go down, and that's what made Denmark really come together, kind of like Michigan did when their plane went off the – tarmac that john beeline year but it ends england england's my lot i love england i just do and i think italy gets it done as far as wimbledon i'm really too bad sebastian Corda lost in five but it was a great match american tennis we're fighting back i love you guys let's talk next week bucks and six bucks and six that's the call at coach patzos he touches them all, Jimmy Patsos. Appreciate your time. Let's chat again next week. Odyssey NBA Insider, Insider Called, presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets. They're real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app, or visit BetQL.com today. Joe G, he worked in a John Beeline off the tarmac reference. It was so a someone, soccer play. <laughs> someone give that guy a daily radio show. He's got too many opinions to just be a guest. He's great. Uh, and, and quickly... It's the first time since 1971 he hit on it that an NBA finals with zero former champions, zero players mm. in this finals have a ring. First time since 71. It's only happened four times. Every time it's happened before this, it's teams that don't exist anymore. The Baltimore Bullets, obviously the Wizards now. The other two times, the Fort Wayne Pistons were in it. We've never seen this before. It's been a long time. I do believe in the beaten favorite. We've seen it in a couple of the major sports. Uh, Bucks go down early in the postseason a couple times. People say, nope, they're done. Right now they're in the NBA Finals. Tampa Bay Lightning, before they won the Cup last year, what happened to them? Great regular season, early exit. Always pay attention to the beaten favorite. And pay attention to us uh, going prop shopping. We're going to do that next. 